0: Hope's Harbor, Gritty Bible Devotions by David Bradley. Gentleness. Is it weakness? Key verses are Ephesians 4 1 and 2. Paul writes, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love. And as a fruit of the Spirit, gentleness or meekness in the King James Version, is in Galatians 5.23, and it's listed as gentleness and then self-control. Against such there is no law. Now Jesus was always gentle and meek with hurting people. Did this mean Jesus was weak? Listen to Revelation chapter 19, verses 11 through 16. Now I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew but himself. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now did this description sound weak? And there is only one King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and he is the Son of God. His Hebrew name is Yeshua, meaning Savior and Deliverer. His name is taken from Jehovah God, meaning the God who saves. The devotion focus is gentleness reveals strength. What is a common human trait portrayed or revealed in the national news on a regular basis? Is it gentleness? No, of course not. Isn't it rather brute strength in the way of violent crime? domineering behavior, whether by individuals or governments. I'm the first to admit gentleness and meekness won't usually get you very far in the average workplace. I also know there is a time for brute strength. As a police officer, I was assaulted numerous times during my career, and it took all the strength I could muster just to survive those attacks. So what I'm trying to point out is there are times when we can be gentle. And then there's those other times we have to be strong. I live in the South, and for the most part, people here are still kind and courteous, for the most part. For the other part, I see a lot of frustration and irritation in people. And when I look in the mirror, that guy has them too. And so I have on my dash a three-by-five card with the question, am I being kind? This is because when driving in traffic, people who are probably very nice and considerate at work or church turn into a whole other creature when driving. To counter the anger and frustration of living in crowded cities and crowded roads, consider gentleness when otherwise the beast would come out. Now, it takes practice, just like the other virtues in the last several episodes. I think I've mentioned this before, but it bears repeating here. It's an example of something I went through years ago. It was when my daughter totaled her car after having it only four weeks. She wrecked it racing. And when I got to the scene, I took in the damage, walked up to her and said, you just had to learn the hard way, didn't you? And she wilted. Instead of being thankful that she and her passenger were uninjured, I was furious. And then I've lived to regret my reaction ever since. And so a few years later, I was the supervisor on an accident scene where a teenage driver turned left into the path of an oncoming car. Her parents' vehicle was totaled, but she was unhurt. Her father arrived and his face said it all. So I intercepted him before he could get to his daughter. I told him of my mistake years before and that whatever he did in the next few minutes would be remembered. I pointed out that his daughter had made an just a a mistake in judging distance, and that nothing he said would change that fact, and also that insurance would replace the vehicle. And then I left him and his wife alone for a moment. He then walked over to his daughter and embraced her as she sobbed out an apology. And then later, as they left the scene, he gave me a slight smile. Now, in summary, our Savior is gentle with us when we make mistakes even when he must chasten us for our protection. His mercy is filled with gentle reminders long before he deals with us sternly. I know this is true based on my own experience because I've been scourged by God because I was hard-hearted and I wouldn't listen when God first began to warn me about issues like a lack of gentleness. And I have regrets about the way I was so stern with my children when they were small. I loved and provided for them, But I didn't learn until too late that for every ounce of discipline, and listen, children have to obey when told to do something, but for every ounce of discipline they get, children need a ton of love and affection. So the action to consider is if you don't know whether you're gentle with others, begin to take note of how you respond to frustrations. Even when you're irritated, you have a choice of whether you lash out or take that deep breath first. Now, next week's devotion is self-control. We must because God won't. You've been listening to Hopes Harbor, gritty Bible devotions by David Bradley. To get show notes, visit hopesharbor.net.